Hello, this is Robert Barge. Welcome to Redemption's Table, where every week we will gather around this table with a special guest to explore the most appetizing ingredient in this menu called life, redemption. I believe in redemption. I believe everybody hungers for redemption, everybody. And the truth is, redemption is all around us every day. It is a recipe that God the Creator sets before us every single moment of our lives. Unfortunately, so much emphasis is placed upon the bad, many have difficulty seeing, experiencing, and tasting the good. So I'm setting out on a journey, going table to conversation, to accentuate the reality of redemption in the lives of everyday people like you and me. A reality that, I believe, finds its ultimate expression in Jesus of Nazareth, who is the not-so-secret ingredient to the redemption we all seek. So, come hungry, join the meal, because Party of Redemption, your table is now ready. Welcome to Redemption's Table. Glad you're with us today, glad you're tuned in. We are in the Christmas season, and we are a few short days from celebrating the birth of our Savior, the birth of Jesus Christ, and I hope and trust that you are having a wonderful December. It is just an incredible time. I know of no better way to end the year. I'm excited today for our special podcast guest. Uh, who's with us today? <laughs> Steve Whitley, Santa Claus. <laughs> Steve Whitley, Santa Claus. And Steve, we've known each other for how long? Oh, God, 40-something years, I guess. That's right. Yeah, give or take. We graduated from? Thompson High School. In Alabaster, Alabama. Alabaster, Alabama. Yeah. Still there. Yeah. A lot different than it was when we went, yeah. but... Uh, Almost in college now. Yeah, yes it is. And where are we today? Where, uh, where are we eating? Well, we're eating one of my favorite places, really. Uh, uh, it's Lloyd's Restaurant on Highway 280 here in, uh, well, uh, Inverness, uh, Hoover, who knows what it is, what right. town it's in. Uh, it's on the lower end of what people call 280 um, around Birmingham. Uh, okay. And uh, been here, well, I've been coming since I was younger than 10, so uh, over 50 years almost I've been uh, been eating at this restaurant. I remember when it was down in the Narrows is what they used to call it. Down in Chelsea. In Chelsea, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, down it, in Chelsea. It used to be that road, it was a very curvy road with a, with a brook, a stream beside it. It reminded me as a child of driving in the Smoky Mountains. Yes, yeah, that road, a little bit of that road still exists, yeah. as a matter of fact. Uh, just uh, just over the mountain, you take a right, and uh, takes you right along that little stream and that mm-hmm. wall that is still there. Yeah, uh, all that's still there. I, every now and then, I'll go down that road just for giggles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Lloyd's Lloyd's has been Lloyd's been cook, a cooking landmark. food since 1937. 1937. Yeah. And I had what I always have when I come here. I had the hamburger steak, right. gravy and onions. It was wonderful. What did you have? Well, I had uh, something that's not even on the menu. It's called a sheriff special. It's uh, half a hamburger steak, half fried chicken. Uh, it's probably my favorite meal since I learned of it <clears throat> uh, probably about seven, eight years ago, I guess. Uh, a waitress let me know about it. Yeah. I couldn't make up my mind that day whether I wanted fried chicken or hamburger steak. And she said, well, you can have both. So... Uh, that's what I had with the uh, onion rings and uh, uh, French fries. So folks can come in who are listening today and order the share special, and you can say, tell them Santa sent you. (laughs) And you can get it a couple of different combinations. Uh, You can get uh, hamburger steak and catfish, I think. There's 
there's a few different combinations you can get with it. But, okay. Uh, but that's that's usually what I order nowadays. Although okay. I'm getting to where I can't hardly finish it anymore. Not, it's a lot of food. So yes, it up. is. Come hungry. It is. Come hungry. We are together today because of something you do and something you've done for a while. You are Santa. You're Santa Claus. You're one of Santa's helpers. And this is your season, man. Uh, it is. Uh, when did the idea of becoming Santa Claus first burst upon your imagination? Well, um, I guess around, uh, what was it, 1998, 97. It's about 21 years ago. Okay. Um, it, uh, I had a beard. Mm -hmm. When I got out of the Navy, I started growing a beard. I figured they're going to cut my hair, I'm going to grow a beard. So um, I had a beard. Um, and actually, I, I, I had heard that Santa Clauses make pretty good money. <laughs> okay. you know? It's a good uh, gig if you can so get it. So it was like, yeah, it was a, it's a good thing if you could get it. So, uh, of course, I had red hair back then. Yeah. Um, and um, I uh, went to uh, a photographer, had some pictures made, put this little uh, clown makeup type stick in my beard and, and um, in my hair and got a little cheap you know dime store Santa suit had some pictures made made up some cards and uh, photo business cards and okay and I got a couple of calls did a couple of little of little things and uh, and it was a lot of fun uh, you know so so the next year I uh, I went to Eastwood Mall okay and asked them if they had a Santa for the upcoming season it was back it was in the spring or summer and uh, they said, well, they gave me the number to the photography company. And a lot yeah. of people don't realize that the mall really doesn't have anything to do with Santa. Okay. They, they have a photographer that comes in and actually pays to, to do that. They okay. pay a percentage to the mall. Okay. Uh, usually around 50, 50, half of what they make goes to the mall. Mom and dad cover uh, your kids' ears yeah, here. They don't need to hear anything. <laughs> but that's how, the, that's how it works. Okay. Uh, and that's usually what the mall uses for their advertising budget okay. for the year. Uh, so, but they gave me the name to the uh, the photographer, and and of course they needed a Santa. Mm -hmm. um, back then they used Polaroid cameras, so okay. it was a one shot picture. You either got the picture or you didn't. So I learned real quick how to how to be ready when they set the child down. Smile, get the picture, and then move on to the other things. Get the toy list and things mm -hmm. like that. So, okay. Uh, they only did it one year. The next year, the mall closed. You were the last I was Santa the last Claus, at, Santa Eastwood Claus mall. at Eastwood Mall. Which is a huge deal because Eastwood was the first mall in Birmingham. It was the first mall in Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, some people say, well, you were so bad they had to shut down after. <laughs> That's terrible. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I think they actually, the mall actually stayed open another year, but they didn't have a Santa Claus yeah. that next year. But I went to Brookwood Village. Okay. Um, and. Uh, course they had had a singing Santa for you know 10-15 years and had the same guy for a long time singing Santa, singing Claus. Santa Claus all right um, but they did the same thing they gave me the name of the photographer and, and I contacted them they lived in Trussell uh, I went by their house and did a uh, uh, audition okay uh, so you became the singing so Santa I Claus. became the singing Santa the guy before me was an opera singer from California. Wow. That uh, he was a singing Santa there for a year before I took over. Okay. And um, 
I, I sang for about five years there, and then they decided to stop it. Okay. Uh, and then I did a couple more years as Santa. Five years, and they yeah. said. So yeah. what did so. you sing? What was your favorite Santa uh, songs? What well, was normal for you? I, I'd, I'd sing like Silver Bells. Sing what? Go for it. <laughs> well, I, I don't sing as well as I used to, but uh, um, I like, uh, and I like the Christmas song. Okay. Chestnuts so, roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose, Yuletide carols being sung by a choir, and folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody, Everybody knows of turkey and some mistletoe. Make the season bright. Anyway, that's it. Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow. We'll find it hard to sleep tonight. Because they know you're on the way. They know I'm on the way. Wow. Uh, so, you know, and I, I'd sing Jingle Bell sometimes, a couple of little songs. But um, the, the funny thing about it, after a couple of years there, a lady came up and, and uh, said, uh, you know, I've been coming to this mall for 15 years to listen to you sing. So she... <laughs> She didn't have a clue that it was, <laughs> that it was somebody different. You were Santa Every Claus, year. man. I mean, hey. yeah, I was Santa Claus. Yeah. So, uh, so that confirmed that I was, I guess, doing a pretty good job. Mm -hmm. If, I, if I, you know, the guy that had been doing it for so long, and then, and then an opera singer from California, and they couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. So, confirmed that I was, I was pretty good. I guess. Yeah, you were um, born to be Santa. When I first know, heard you were doing this in 1970. There was that little claymation, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. It's still oh, on time. Yeah. Well, and, and Chris Kringle, redheaded. Red you were redheaded in high school. You, you, it, it's you, Short, man. dumpy little elf. Yeah. <laughs> it's you. I had all the... I guess I had all the trappings, and I, I you know, I said God works in mysterious ways. Yeah. So, um, But you're right. But, you know, there's also a, a, another Santa from my class, 76. Yes. Um, and uh, he came to me when I was working at Brookwood and, and asked, you know, what I need to do. And that's Bill Kennebrew. Bill Kennebrew, those, yeah. Those of you that know him. Yeah. You? And and the thing about Bill, you know, Bill was born on Christmas Day. I did not know that. Yes, he was. He was born on Christmas Day. Wow. That's his birthday. So, And and Bill makes a very good Santa. He, yeah. is, uh, he is a really good Santa. He has more hair than I have. Uh -huh. uh, but uh, I've gotten a little balder than he has, but... Uh, he he makes a very good Santa. So, but I, I he wanted to know some of the ins and outs and things to do. Maybe next year we'll have maybe. two Santas. Maybe that'll be a, maybe kind of have a Santa podcast yeah. here. Yeah, maybe Santa interviewing Santa. It's a possibility. <laughs> that could there. be interesting. Uh, that could be interesting. But, uh, so you were at Eastwood Mall. You were Brooklyn Mall. Brooklyn Mall. I did them all in. I did them all in Atlanta one year. Okay. Where are you so, this year? Well, now I'm at. Uh, uh, the Outlet Shops of Grand River okay. is my quote mall that okay. I do. I've been doing that about six or seven years. I okay. think. Um, and uh, we have, they don't have a full time Santa there. Okay. They, they just do, they do a tree lighting. Uh, they've gotten to where they do, uh, I think it's going to be three events this year. Okay. Well, they're doing four, but I'm only doing three of them. Uh, my schedule didn't fit in with theirs this year. Okay. Uh, but. Uh, they have a breakfast with Santa and then a uh, Santa's workshop that they do. You've heard I, their yeah, requests. I do have thousands and thousands. Uh, and, and matter of fact, you know, when you, you go around town and uh, it's it's funny, you go into a bank or something and the, the teller's got their 
Santa picture mm -hmm. of their kid right there, and you look and you go, that's me. Wow. And they're like, oh, it is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, uh, so it's been at Brookwood, got a lot of, uh, you know, there were thousands, because I was there. Um, I was the only Santa okay. for a long time. What are some um, of the most memorable requests you have had from well, a child? What do you want for Christmas? That's the typical yeah, question. Yeah, that's the typical question, and, and they are varied, in, you know, and they've changed over the years. You know, they went from dolls to video games, and you know, because when I first started, the video games weren't, you know, Atari, but yeah. um, they weren't as big as they are now. So, uh, but I had a little four-year-old ask for peas one year. Peas. Peas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, can of peas. Um, did you ask about that? I did. I looked at Mama, and Mama said, yeah, that's what she wants, peas. I think she was about two. Okay. Uh, I had a four-year-old ask for a cockroach. Cockroach? Yes, she loved cockroaches. Like cucaracha. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, uh, but the thing about that one is the next year she came back when she was five and showed me her cockroach and said, can I please have another one? It was still so living? It was, no, it was a, they got her a little plastic one. Okay, I'm glad. About a two-inch okay. plastic one, but they were thinking about getting her a, uh, one of those Madagascar hissing cockroaches, okay. a real one that a real, year. Wow. So, uh, but a cockroach. Uh, so. It's the hardest thing that, uh, to take. I used to go to church at uh, uh, Centercrest Baptist Church in, uh, in uh, Centerpoint. Okay. And uh, our... Uh, music minister uh, was killed in the church. Mm. Um, somebody broke in the coat machine. He was there. At, uh, the, the music minister came in about three. We were going to a, uh, a Promise Keepers meeting in Washington mm -hmm. many years ago when Promise Keepers was big. And uh, he was opening the church to get ready to start cooking breakfast before we left on the buses. And uh, the guy that broke in the machine shot him in the head. Yeah, wow. Uh, and then um, the next year, his daughter came to me at Brookwood. Of course, I knew who she was, but mm -hmm. she, she, you know, I was just Santa. Mm -hmm. And she wanted a new dad mm -hmm. for Christmas. Wow. And knowing the situation and mm -hmm. what had happened, it was, uh, that, that was a toughie. It, yeah. was, it was hard to keep him crying on that one. Yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, I told her that, uh, well, you know, God knows what you want. Mm -hmm. I said, Santa, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I said, but God knows what you want. He'll, he'll be all right. Yeah. He'll be fine. And, of course, in January, her mother got engaged to a man. And she got her new daddy that next year. Wow. It was, uh, it was an amazing thing. Wow. It was an amazing thing. So God's good. Yes, he is. He He's is. Good. But that was, that's probably the hardest. Uh, that, that was really tough. That was a really tough one. Like I said, the cockroaches and the peas, those are those are pretty good. That'll pretty stick with you, especially that last one yeah, there. So. Yeah, the cockroaches. So, Share one or two <coughs> of your funniest moments, funniest memories as Santa. And just <laughs> well, oh, Lord. Let's see. That's tough. That's really tough. Oh, um, there was one. We are at Brookwood, <coughs> and I had a little, little boy on my lap. He was probably about maybe three four years old um, and you know kids are always on their best behavior people are always well like does a kid do this or a kid do that it's mm -hmm. like no the kids are great mm -hmm. now the parents that's another story yeah. kids are excellent because Santa but, Claus is watching yeah, you yeah. yeah so they're on their best behavior so this little boy sitting on my knee and I I said what do you want for Christmas and his mama's like tell him what you want for Christmas 
and the little boy would start to open his mouth and mom would go tell him what you want for Christmas and you know being the polite little kid that he was he wouldn't over speak his mom so he'd start to open his mouth again and it's like tell him what you want for Christmas and after about the sixth time I just looked at her and I says ma'am if you'll shut up he'll tell me what he wants for Christmas <laughs> boy <laughs> She kind of stomped off a little bit, and, and uh, of course the camera people they heard me, and and of course they calmed her down a little bit, and she she was okay at it after a while. But as soon as she walked off, he told me exactly what he wanted for Christmas, you know. But it was just over and over and over. Tell him what you want for Christmas, that lady. Hold up, you know, give him a chance. <laughs> you know, he needs to open his mouth every time he opened his mouth. Tell him what you want for Christmas. That's funny. So that that's probably the funniest. I know there have been opportunities when you have gone as Santa to places, I'm assuming, rather than them coming to you, perhaps? What are one or two? I do a lot of private parties. Yeah. Um, mostly what I do now is private parties. I've gotten out of the mall okay. type thing. Uh, I, I look at, um, since um, you know, sitting in a mall every day can be tiresome. Mm -hmm. and, uh, it, it's a, people don't understand that, well, you're just sitting there. Yeah. Uh, another funny story. I was at Bass Pro one day, and, and we were the line was lined up long way back, and it was time for our break, and and we took a break, and the lady in line says, "Man, he's got to take a break right when I get up to the front of the line." And the elf looked at her and said, "Ma'am, even Santa's got to go to the bathroom." <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, I didn't think of that." But you know, so I you sit in a chair for you know four or five hours. Yeah. Without uh, without getting up. And not only that, you're yeah. engaging, you're yeah. asking questions, you're listening. So yeah, yeah. it's uh, it it's, it's it can be a, a stressful yeah. a stressful time. You, it takes stamina. It takes uh, you have to know where your hands are at all times. Mm -hmm. You have to you have to be careful what you say. Mm -hmm. um, you you. You know, as much as you want to engage and have a real conversation mm -hmm. with a child, that you know nowadays it, it's it's just not proper to ask a kid where they go to school, mm -hmm. where they live. I, of course, I should know all that anyway. That's I mean, right. Why am I asking That's those in questions? your database, man. See, you know? I, I know I know when they're sleeping. I know when they're awake. Yeah. So yeah. why would I ask those things yeah. anyway? But but uh, you you there are things to being a Santa that a lot of people don't understand mm -hmm. and don't realize. But, yeah. Uh, I have, I do have a bachelor's degree in Santa Claus. From, uh, uh, yeah, I do. Really? <laughs> I do. What? Uh, where did you? There's, there are several Santa schools across the country. There's uh, not a North Pole University, yes, is there? Are you yeah, serious? I am serious. There are a lot of. Uh, there's more now than there's about twenty or more now. Uh, when I got mine, there were only a couple. Wow. Um, there was. Uh, That's cool. The, uh, the Hollywood Santa, they call him. He does the Hollywood uh, Christmas Parade. Okay. Uh, he was in the Macy's Parade this year in, in New York. Uh, well, and he did a... Uh, um, uh, Mariah Carey had a Christmas special at Thanksgiving. Okay. He was the Santa at her, at her show. So he does a lot of high-profile stuff. He, okay. he started the first school. Is that the and one you went to? That's the one I went to. Okay. Wow. And uh, he, he came to Atlanta, and we went over there. It was a two-day thing. Um, and they go over, you know, a little marketing and different things to to know about Santa. That's good. Uh, stuff like that. So I'd, Now, I'd been doing it for years mm -hmm. by the time I got there. So mm -hmm. a lot of the information that I got mm -hmm. already knew mm -hmm. kind of reinforced it a little mm -hmm. bit. But uh, uh, I don't. 
I don't dress as Santa year round. I do wear a lot of red. It's, mm -hmm. my, it's my favorite color. Mm -hmm. But I do wear a lot of red, but I don't uh, go around. Of course, I'm recognized mm -hmm. now, especially since my hair is gray. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, for 15 years, 16 years, I bleached my beard and hair, which is another story. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, you women out there don't know about bleaching your head, but try putting <laughs> that stuff on your face. You want to. You want to really know something. Yeah, well, it can probably be painful. Reddens your cheeks. It, it does. Naturally, too. Uh, yeah, it can be painful. So, uh, but you shared about the, the little boy or the little girl who came to you. I want a new dad. Uh, under the, those circumstances, what are, do you have other moments like that where it was a tender yeah. moment? It was. Uh, it was just something yeah, special I mean, that touched been, your heart. And you know, kids that that uh, dads overseas or something and wanting to come home and. And um, that you, you get those throughout the year. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I love uh, handicapped, or well, not necessarily handicapped, but uh, um, you know, they're adult body, the kids in an adult body, mm -hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I don't know the proper word for them now, uh, but they're um, autistic or mm -hmm. whatever they are. Uh, it just, you know, I had a guy that was probably 6'2", weighed 300 pounds, um, truly 30 years old, mm -hmm. but had the mind of an 8-year-old. Mm -hmm. uh, he sat on my knee one day, wow. and, you know, he didn't want to sit down. I'm like, oh, sit down. As soon as he sat down, the camera broke. <laughs> well, the camera broke. Yeah, the camera wouldn't work, so he's sitting there on my leg. You know, I'm, I'm holding like... And, a lot of adults, when they sit down, they kind of take a little bit of the weight right. off. Well, he's, he's an eight-year-old, so yeah. he just sits. Uh, so that that was, but I love to be able to, people like that, that, mm -hmm. you know, that child heart they have, you know, and and that, but that age on them, it just, it, it really, I, I did uh, a thing in Alabaster a few weeks ago. It's a real estate company that mm -hmm. has me come and people that buy houses from them. They bring them in, let them get pictures made. And uh, there's a girl that comes in down there every year, and, and she walks in, and just, her face brightens up, mm -hmm. and it's like, hey, Santa, hey, Santa. Yeah. And that's about all she says the whole time she's there is, hey, Santa, hey, yeah. Santa. You know, uh, those things, it's really, that's what makes it worthwhile, yeah. to so, see that excitement and to see the, the excitement on a kid's face. Yeah when they see you or even even when I'm out in civilian clothes and mm -hmm. they look and and you know they're looking at you mm -hmm. and uh, you, they don't know for sure because you're in blue jeans and tennis shoes mm -hmm. but um, but you're they're like that's Santa Claus yeah. you know? and it, it happens more this time of year everybody recognizes it this time of year but it, it's it's a year-round thing yeah. really that their face lights up and well, especially when they realize that hey, that really is Santa Claus, yeah. you know. Children yeah. are the this they're great reservoirs of wonder, yes. and adults can hold on to that wonder. We should. Children is just a natural, natural uh, characteristic that they have. that comes yeah. out and yeah. and uh, it, it's. And when you when you go in and you know it only you only hold their attention for a few minutes mm -hmm. you know uh, but uh, once they get used to you it's all over yeah uh, and when I do the private parties yeah. a lot of people think you know I book an hour but 
a party rarely takes an hour to, yeah. to do anything because once once they sit on your knee and give yeah. you their list and they're pretty much done with you yeah. you know well i've done all i need to do with Santa. he's got my yeah. list let's check. go do something else <laughs> yeah. check that off yeah. so what do you do on uh, christmas eve that's your that's your well, night i do I, well every other year i do a visit on christmas eve okay to a, to a home in vestavia okay i've been doing that for several years um, and then also in the afternoon uh usually i around six o'clock mm -hmm. i'll read the night before christmas okay in in full full santa mode uh, on my facebook okay uh, and i have an open facebook my life's an open book uh, okay. anybody can look at it whenever they want to we'll have a link when we run, run the okay. podcast and yeah. we'll encourage people hey yeah, come yeah. see it yeah. uh we have uh we well, i think i did have around 100 or so last year okay so it's 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 growing okay um off the record, how many cookies do you consume on Christmas Eve? <laughs> <laughs> well, one bite at a time. Lots. Right? <laughs> Mostly just a bite here and a yeah, bite there. Yeah. Uh, I do like oatmeal cookies though. Okay, I do too. And milk. I do oatmeal too. cookies yeah. and milk. I love oatmeal. Yeah, I have a chocolate chip. Not so much. I keep I keep mugs in the freezer huh? and pour milk and dip my oatmeal cookies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Stephen, you are also a believer in the one whose birth we celebrate at Christmas, Jesus Correct. Christ. Tell us about your relationship with him. I, you know, I have a... It's a lot better now than it used to be. I can tell you that. Uh, I was saved as a young child. Sorry. I was saved as a young child uh, at a uh, revival in Alabaster. Okay. In the shopping center parking lot, tent old tent revival. Hmm. Okay. Uh, although I didn't, I didn't live a Christ-like life for a long time. Uh, in a way, I did. In a way, I didn't. You mm -hmm. know, I've always been a giver. Uh, always liked helping other people. Mm -hmm. uh, for you know, thirty years, I, I did. Uh, uh, work with charities and stuff okay. uh, two different organizations uh, uh, JC's and uh, actually when I got after I got married my wife is a big uh, pioneer telephone pioneer so okay um, I got into helping the pioneers uh, um, life member of the junior chamber of commerce international uh, I was the pioneer partner of the year for the 100th anniversary of the telephone pioneers okay uh, that was an honor out of uh, <coughs> it's an international honor mm -hmm. uh, they have chapters in Canada and the United States uh, so out of all the pioneer partners okay. which are spouses and stuff of, uh, of pioneers they picked me as the top uh, wow. that was very and I, I think that was part of God's plan for me mm -hmm. to be honest with you he he allowed me to do the things that I did that, that got that mm -hmm. um, a lot of worked on a lot of different types of charities uh, that's the organizations I went in I just didn't raise money for say the Cancer Society or March of Dimes it, <coughs> it was the whole span mm -hmm. you know we I, I, I like helping a little bit of everybody mm -hmm. you know even now with uh, uh, we do uh, Hope Lodge uh, cancer patients mm -hmm. uh, I do uh, work with the uh, Three Hots and a Cot, which is a, uh, a homeless a shelter for homeless veterans. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I still now, and, and that's what 
and that's what Christ tells us to do is help others. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't like to brag about it. Mm-hmm. I don't like to really talk about it. Uh, you know, he also says, "Don't let your left hand know what your right hand's doing." You're right. Exactly. You know, so it's, it's you know, but it's what I do. Right. You know, it's what I do on my off time. People are like, "What are your hobbies?" Well, I I ride motorcycles and I do charity work. And it's what I done this morning. I took uh, a load of stockings to uh, to three hots and a cot. Mm. Uh, that one of our church members she puts them together every mm-hmm. year, um, and I deliver. Wow! Uh, so, it, it, my walk has got has grown since, especially since I got married. Mm-hmm. Um, she got me back into church. There was a time, you know, I went to church and and uh, I went on an Easter one year, Easter Sunday, and and they had some special speaker that day, and mm-hmm. he was selling T-shirts and tapes in the lobby, and and all I could think of was. You know the time that Jesus cleared out the temple, yeah. and I'm thinking, oh, it's, it's the same thing. I mm-hmm. mean, this is what they were, and it was on the day of his of his death mm-hmm. that it's the celebration that that should be, and the church was just it was on Good Friday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, well, that was Sunday. Sunday. Okay. So it was the resurrection day. Okay. And, uh, and it was they were selling tapes and T-shirts, mm-hmm. and I just. That put me off for a long time as mm-hmm. to organized religion, so to speak. I've yeah. always been, matter of fact, when I was in the Navy, um, of course, I was a party child. I drank a lot and, you know, it, things didn't bother me. But um, some guy came up to me one day and wanted to talk about Jesus. And, and uh, of course, I quoted a couple of Bible verses. And he's like, how do you know that? And I said, man, I believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. I may not act like it, but mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I know. And it kind of surprised him. I guess shocked me too. But um, but since I've been married, it's it's um, we got back into church, mm-hmm. and, and being in a in a church has really helped a lot. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, you know, iron sharpens iron. Yes, it does. Um, Proverbs. Yeah. And it uh, you you need. People say, well, I can, you know, I can worship God in a tree stand. Well, yeah, you can, but you can also fall out of it. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's just when you're going through things, sometimes you just need somebody to talk to. Yes, yeah. You, you know, need to hear other people right. walk with the Lord right. to strengthen your own or other people that say, well, this verse, this is what, you know, right. God spoke to me through right. this, this way. Mm-hmm. Because if you're out there to your own thinking all the time, that's right. not good for anybody. It's not good for anybody. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I, yeah, you like I said, you can you can do it. Yeah. I don't. Oh, yeah. I, there's days where I don't go to church. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially if I'm out of town. Yeah. I won't. I won't necessarily. Sometimes we look for a church out of town and we go yeah. to the service. But sometimes we just don't. Worship you know? is every day. It is. It, it's every day. It's, it's an everyday S- thing. Setting so. aside time to be with the Lord every day. But you need yeah. somewhere to mm-hmm. to help funnel your mm-hmm. your walk. Right. You need that. You need those people, right? And that those teachings yeah. and that that pastor's word and, and the things that to help you go through there. I, I, one thing that's helped me out, I really think, is is being a Sunday school teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, haven't been able to do a lot of it this year because mm-hmm. of my job, but I, I tried to quit and they won't mm-hmm. let me. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, it's but I I, I think that the, it's a the faith writer class that I that I teach in and and. Um, they were looking for a teacher, mm-hmm. and it, something was telling me, and I, well, God was telling me, look, go. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I want you there. Yeah. And like I said, I tried to back off, 
but they they won't let me quit. They right. they take over when I'm out of town. They have three guys that that rotate it when I'm out of town. But now that I'm in town, they want me there every Sunday. So, um, and I, it's not me. Mm -hmm. I, I just I'm the vessel. You're right. But it, it's because it's, it's a, and I'm not a. A lot of people look at Sunday school leader as as a you know someone that I don't stay in touch with them all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not their pastor. I'm not their. I'm a teacher. You teach the word. You again. know I teach, teach the word. I, I I try to bring the word to to life. Mm -hmm. So this is where you can apply it to here. Mm -hmm. You know you, you need to apply this this way. Uh, right now we're doing numbers. Mm -hmm. um, the verses, the first lesson, the verses were actually rather boring, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. It was uh, verses 15 through 23 or something. Numbers There's a lot one, of law in there. Which, well, there is, but it was, you know, the cloud was over the temple, and mm -hmm. the cloud raised up off the temple, mm -hmm. and the people followed, and the cloud was over the mm -hmm. temple, and it, and at night it looked like a pillar of fire, and, and those are the verses. Mm -hmm. So it's, it, if you just sat down and read that without studying that what, mm -hmm. what does that mean mm -hmm. and and it really my my whole message that I gave last Sunday hit me when I walked into church mm -hmm. I was I was in the family life center and a, a, a friend walked in and she said did the storm wake you up last night mm -hmm. and I'm like what storm well, there was a storm last night. I said, well, it must have been. It blew a chair over on the patio, but I, I didn't even know it stormed. And it, it hit me, the cloud and the storm and mm -hmm. and some of what I, 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 you know, you need to follow your cloud mm -hmm. and your storms. Why are you worried about the storm? Mm -hmm. you, you, you got the man mm -hmm. that built the universe mm -hmm. has got your back. Right. Why are you worried about a storm? Yeah. You know, the storms we go through in our life are there for a reason. Mm -hmm. You may not know what that reason, you may never know That's what right. that reason is. You may know in uh, eternity, you may not know. You, you may, may, not, may not be important at that point to even let you know. You, you know, uh. people are always like, what is my, why am I here? Well, your purpose for being here may be, may be that you said a kind word to somebody mm -hmm. that needed it one day. Mm-hmm. That made an That's internal it. difference. That made an internal difference. And that may be it. That may have been your only purpose mm -hmm. to be on this earth. Mm -hmm. You may be here 65 years, mm -hmm. and that one time that you spoke to that one person mm -hmm. may be your only purpose. Yeah. It's, it don't, it don't put so much in the wine here mm -hmm. as put more into where do you want me to go? No? Mm -hmm. Where do you want me to go? You, if you ask him, he'll send you. He will. And 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 it may not be where you want to go. Mm -hmm. Trust me, it may not be where you want to go. Yeah. But he'll send you there. I think and times he'll take care of you it, when he does. It's going to be the best place for you to go. Uh, but yeah, anytime there's that hesitation with on our part that you know, or even fear that kicks in, why am I doing? Why are you leading me to do this? I think that's a good sign God's in it. Because if all he asks us to do are things that make us comfortable, we may not be listening to his voice like we think we are. May not be. Uh, may not. May be listening to what we want. Right. That's right. Not what he wants for right. us. I, it, 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 it drives me crazy that these people that, you know, some people say that God put Trump where he is mm -hmm. to do what he's doing. And then, you know, I, I see I've got some liberal friends live in California. They're not friends. They're Facebook friends. Mm -hmm. They live in California, and they're like, 
if Trump is what God put in to take care of the world, then that's the best reason I've ever had to be an atheist. Mm -hmm. But obviously they've not read the Bible mm -hmm. because God don't choose the perfect. Mm -hmm. He don't. Uh, look at David. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was a murderer technically. Yeah, I mean, yeah he was an adulterer yeah. and a yeah. murderer, and you know, I mean, he 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 took the woman and killed her husband. And he did that after he became the leader. After he became but the leader, nevertheless, but he still had some leading to do. He still had a lot of leading to do after that. And my role in uh, all that is to pray for whoever's in that office, regardless right. of who it is. Regardless of who yeah. it is, God puts them there. I don't know why He puts people where He puts them. I don't know why he uses his statement. Uses, I, I, I just, I really don't. Yeah. I, and and the, and the beauty of it is, I don't care why he does it. Yeah. Do it. Send me. Don't send me. Tell me. I'm here. Just trust. Just do what you want to do with me. Yeah. Just if, trust. You know, and and yeah, of course we have a lot of guys, and they say, you know, pray every morning that that that, that he'll put somebody in your path. Mm -hmm that he wants to hear from mm -hmm. you know he wants you to and and they'll do it mm -hmm. yeah and it, it's uh just you just have to be ready yeah and the only way to be ready is to study the word and mm -hmm. you know that you wear that armor of god and a lot of things people don't realize about that armor of god there ain't nothing to protect you back no you can't no. turn around no as long as you're facing it god will protect you yeah but if you turn around your backs, your backs are exposed. Yeah, You're exposed. Yeah. So you got to keep facing it. You know these. I hate cancer as much as the next guy. Mm -hmm. But I firmly believe that it's here for a reason. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. I, I, there are people out there that have been an inspiration to me. Mm -hmm. That have died from cancer. Um, we had a, a faith writer member not long ago that that you know he had cancer and it just he never ever complained mm -hmm. or worried he knew he was taken care of mm -hmm. um, it came it went and then it came back but his attitude never changed mm -hmm. never changed he, he knew where he was going he knew what God had in store for him that's trusting and in the sovereignty it, of God right he there. trusted in it a hundred percent and and if people would do, you know he didn't see other people that are all just oh my god I got this what am I gonna do how am mm -hmm. I gonna live he just lived mm -hmm. he just lived I saw a thing not long ago Charlie Brown and Snoopy mm -hmm. and uh, Charlie Brown said uh, you know Snoopy we only live once and Snoopy says no Charlie Brown we only die once we live every day mm -hmm. and we got to live every day for God not yeah. not and, and, you got cancer mm -hmm. it's just a storm yeah why are you worried about the storm yeah <laughs> I don't know why you got to go through that storm I don't know why you got to go through those times but if you go through them with focusing on God you're gonna make it yeah he's gonna take care of you. Yeah. good words good I'm words care, so. people have a lot of different it uh, Opinions about Santa Claus don't want to get into discussing all that, but I just want to ask you this how has being Santa? Strengthened your relationship with God well, strengthened your relationship with Jesus. Well, Santa is based on St. Nicholas mm -hmm. it, it is and he was a, a Living person about 800 so years ago um, And he was a very wealthy um, uh, Minister 
bishop or whatever he was. He's from a very wealthy family. Mm -hmm. uh, and there was a, uh, a family in the town that had three daughters. And uh, they were uh, uh, about to be married. One of them was about to be married, but they had no dowry. Mm -hmm. So he snuck in the house and left a dowry. Mm. Uh, and then the second daughter, the same thing. So he did it again. And the third time he was caught. Um, but he he left it in their stockings that were hung by the chimney. Okay. To dry. So that's how the stockings got started. But but same, he gave mm -hmm. to, and that's what Santa's all about is is the giving, that spirit of giving. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, the kids come and and you ask, what do you want? Right. But the representation of Santa is actually in the giving. Mm -hmm. And he, he gives it freely. Mm -hmm. All he asks is that you be nice. Yeah. You, naughty or nice is all. He doesn't say be good, just be nice. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like I tell people, well, am I on the naughty or nice list? Well, that's up to you. You put yourself on the list. I just check it twice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I want to make sure. I check it. I don't just check it once. Yeah. I check it twice because I... Maybe you should have been on that one, yeah. you know, on that nice list. But so it, it's you put yourself on the list. Yeah. I don't put you on the list. What does Christmas mean to you personally, Stephen? Uh, well, Christmas is a time of family, you know, uh, celebrate the birth of the Savior. Um, you know, to it, it's it's a fun time. It's a time that that I think people. People do kind of give up some of their worries mm -hmm. at Christmas. Um, they're out among the crowds. They're the, the, just being there, you know, seeing kids' faces light up when mm -hmm. you see the lights. And the, it, it's festive. It's it's all those things wrapped into one. And it's the. I mean, and why shouldn't it be? I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's the it's the birthday of the greatest gift that anyone has ever received yeah. or anyone will ever receive so it, it should be all of that stuff wrapped up into into one yeah uh, of course there's always tragedy involved in it somewhere yeah but um that that's that's life yeah you know we 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 live a broken life we fail man failed yeah big time broken world uh, yes. you know and it, it's uh it's a broken world, but hey, I read the end of the book. Yeah. We do win. Yes, we do. <laughs> so it's, yes, we do. It's, it's, uh, whether we can change it, maybe temporarily slow it down, I don't know that it won't ever be changed. Yeah. You know, uh, one day, you know, Jesus will come back and we'll all rise in the clouds. And well, it's it's, the it's changing day, one person at a time. That's, that's every, the only way. Every time yeah. someone surrenders, to the sovereignty of God, someone surrenders to the plan of God, to, to the reason we celebrate Jesus, and realize He's our only hope. When we surrender to Him, then that's where the change, and it's one life at a time. We just yeah. got to keep sharing the light to the next person. That's it. Uh, that's and it. keep on keeping on. Yeah, and I, I, you know, all you can do is tell them what He's done for you. Yeah. You can't, you can't save anybody, and yeah. nothing you can do can save you either. There's not enough good works no. in the world. You you can't help enough other people. No. You can't. You have to believe 
and he's there for you. Yeah. To he me, took your sin. Yeah, one of the most mind-blowing verses of Scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. God made him, talking about Jesus, who knew no sin, to become sin. That in itself, we could stop right there and go, whoa, he becomes our sin. That's a little deeper than just taking it on, yes. which he did that too, but he became it. And then, but it doesn't stop there. In order that we might become the righteousness of God. That verse right there tells me Robert Barge has zero righteousness. Never has never, had, never, never will, will have. have. And that's true of all of us. Never will have. Yeah. You can't get there. <laughs> Only Jesus can get you that's there. That's right. Only. Yeah. I think a lot of people miss that. Yeah. Really do. Yeah, they, I do. They, I agree with you. They get into, well, I don't want to go to church because I don't want to stop doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I tell people a lot of times, look, I don't want you to stop doing anything. Mm -hmm. I really don't. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you drink beer, you drink whiskey, you smoke, you cuss. I don't, I don't care. I don't want you to stop any of it. Mm -hmm. I want you to start. Mm -hmm. I want you to start believing that Jesus came down here and died for your sins. Yeah. That's what I want you to do. All that other stuff, yeah. trust me, that'll go away. Yeah. But not until you start. So I don't want you to stop anything. Yeah. I mean, the, the church is not there for saints. Yeah, you're right. And a lot of people forget that too. Yeah. Ain't a bunch of saints in a church. Yeah. It's a bunch of sinners. Yeah. But it's sinners that want to change. Yeah. And that, that, that's why they're hypocrites. Well, no, they're not. They're just sick people mm -hmm. that need a hospital. Yeah. And the church is a hospital. Yeah. And the church is not even a building. It's not... You mm -hmm. can have church anywhere. Mm -hmm. you know, That's right. Where two are gathered, there I shall be. We're also. having church right now in the corner <laughs> at Lloyd's. Corner so, at Lloyd's yeah. we have in church. So, and the church is not the building. Mm -hmm. It's not It's not one person. Mm -hmm. It's a whole body of people. Yeah. You know, and you, you have to have them all, and they all have different. You know, not everybody can go out and share the gospel. Mm -hmm. Not everybody can cook. Mm -hmm. Not everybody can clean. Yeah. But somebody can. Yeah. And it, it, it's the whole body parts. That's the body of Christ. It's all the parts. Yeah. If, if you take away the arm, then, you know, the rest of it ain't going to work for you. No. So, so you need all the gifts, mm -hmm. all the things. So. One last question. Okay. So, Santa, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> no, I have everything I need. I really do. It's 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 such and and if you know during the the year, if there's something I want, then I go get it. I, I'm not a. There's really, you know, I just want my wife to be happy. Mm -hmm. uh, I want people in my life to be happy uh, I, I mean yeah, world peace is that yeah. <laughs> is that an option somebody else wanted peace is that an option I mean it, it's yeah. um, I, I don't I don't need a lot of, mm -hmm. of, uh, of things we just we went and bought us a TV at Walmart on Thanksgiving you know mm -hmm. I don't know why I have a 50 inch TV mm -hmm. we had a 40 something 44 <laughs> hey let's go get a 50 uh, but so I don't. I don't. I haven't really asked for much mm -hmm. in uh, in a long time. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't focus on them. I'd love to have a, a new another BMW. Mm -hmm. But you know, it, it, if I want, there's a lot of things I want. Yeah. But I don't even think about want anymore. Yeah. 
it's not a want. I have everything I need. You know, I have a roof over my head. I have a, a loving wife. I have, you know, a car, mm -hmm. motorcycle, I have toys. I have, I have everything. Um, you know, I got a couple of weeks ago. I got hit in the head with a board. At the workshop. At work. Santa workshop. Yeah, Santa, Santa workshop. <laughs> got hit in the head with a board and knocked me out and sent me to the hospital. It's but, an uh, elf conspiracy. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I got up from that and went back to work. Mm -hmm. Actually, I, I after I came back from the hospital, I went back to work. Worked the next day, and it, you know, it's a little bump on the head. And you know, but a lot of people are like, "Oh, man, I hope you're okay. I mm -hmm. hope you're fine." Well, yeah, I'm great because that same week. Uh, another person I know had an ATV accident, mm -hmm. and it's just been three weeks later, and they're still, mm -hmm. you know, wires and tubes, and you know, I think they're still. I think he's awake now, but mm -hmm. he's still being tube fed. He, you know, he was in ICU for weeks, and and from a head trauma. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm I'm as blessed as you can get. Yeah, I really am. I, I if I died tomorrow, I'd be completely happy. Yeah. Uh, be sad for my family, but don't cry. When I die, I've I told my wife I don't want a sad funeral. Mm -hmm. Nor do uh, I. It's it's a party. I want everybody mm -hmm. to party. Mm -hmm. I threatened to have an open bar, <laughs> but probably won't happen. But um, you know, I, I don't. I'm not going to be playing this sad, you know, dreary music. Mm -hmm. and we're going to have you know Marshall Tucker and ZZ Top and Leonard Skinner and. You know, 50s, there you go. 50s rock, and, and it's gonna be a party. Yeah, it's gonna don't don't cry for me when I die. Yeah. I, I know where I'm going. Yeah, I, I, technically I'm not gonna die. I'm just changing addresses. So there you go. If you want to cry for me, cry for the fact that I'm not living as good as I should be. Yeah, that that I'm not doing everything that I should be. I could be doing more. You know, don't cry for me. Pray for me. Yeah. Pray that I can be better at becoming more like Christ. Amen. That's and that that's what I want. I don't nothing I really want. Yeah. I got it all. Yeah. We're yeah. blessed. You got blessed beyond measure. You got Jesus. You got it all. There you go. So there you go. That's that's where I'm at in life. Yeah. Well, he's he's what the season is all about. Yes. Appreciate you sitting down and I spending it. this time. It's been awesome. It has been. Back when. Go ahead. We need to get together more. Yep, we do. Yeah, yes. catch up. So. so yeah. Back when you were a singing Santa, we yes. you already did the Christmas song. You, mm -hmm. Did you have another favorite? We're gonna we're gonna sing this one uh. out of here for those listening <laughs> in here. You have another favorite? Well, I did like uh, uh, sing Silver Bells. Go for it. Uh, get it started. Silver bells, silver bells. It's, it's Christmas, Christmas time, time in the city. Ring a ling. Hear the ring, soon it will be Christmas Day. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday style. In the air there's a feeling of Christmas. Children laughing, people passing, meeting smile after smile. And on every street corner you'll hear Silver Bell, the corner Santa Claus. Silver Bell is busy now because it's Christmas time in the city. 
ring-a-ling. You hear them everywhere. Hear them ring. The spirits everywhere. Soon it will be Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, Santa. Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah. cool Enjoyed day. it. Yes, sir. Enjoyed it. Awesome.